Welcome back to the Sandhills Podcast. My name is Pastor John, and I want to talk to you today about why did God bother creating humans if he knew before creation that we would sin against him? And as we've been going through this season of the podcast, we've really been looking at these heavy questions of things that a lot of people tend to skirt around or that people want to tell you aren't okay to talk about, or let's just avoid that topic altogether. But these are topics that are important, that are important to us understanding who God is and who we are in God. And so today's is such a beautiful question. Why? Why are we here? Is what that boils down to. And my prayer for this conversation is that it would be something that you can send to a friend that you know has this question and that they could be impacted by the word of God and understand that his desire for them is that they would choose him and follow him through Jesus Christ. So let's get into this. And you can't start this question without going back to Genesis and understanding both the creation and the fall. So in the creation, you see Genesis chapter two, verse seven, then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils, the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. So we see the creation of humanity right there, that God didn't just form us and then say, okay, they're alive, awesome. He didn't just speak our existence. He didn't say, let there be light. He didn't say, let there be humans. But he took the time to form us with his hands and then brought us close to him and breathed his own life into us and gave us the breath of life. He didn't breathe life into anything else, just humans. So right off the bat, we are fearfully and wonderfully made right there, right at the very beginning, set aside in an incredible way. And then it goes on to the fall. So human, humanity is created and, and women are created from uh, the, the, the bone of Adam's side. And so you see this amazing thing happened where God is creating man and woman to, to be together, where he's creating humanity and he's starting out in the garden. It's perfect and it's wonderful and lovely. But he says, you know, there's one rule and we've all, you know, heard the story of you can do anything you want in this beautiful place except eat the fruit of the tree. And what did humans do? We chose to listen to the serpent to sin and to choose sin over what we knew was good. And in that, we knew that God was good. And so we took the apple and we ate of it and we brought sin into the world. And that's the very beginning of the story. So God knew in his infinite knowledge that that would happen, but he still set set all that into motion. And the question is why? Because he is incredibly and unfathomably rich in mercy. And his greatest desire for himself is his glory. And that is a good thing because he is a perfect being. And so he's perfectly deserving of all glory. Nothing else can be more glorified than God. And so it's natural that the most glorious being would intrinsically glorify himself because he is good and perfect. And in that, he saw us and said, I am going to choose to glorify myself by giving mercy to those who are least deserving of it the ones who would destroy my creation and bring sin into it, I'm going to send salvation to them. And you see that in John 3, 16. 
one of the most famous verses in scripture, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And I don't want to stop at 16. I want to keep going. First, and you get to 17, for God did not send his son in the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God, Jesus Christ. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world and people loved the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. And you see salvation offered to us, that rich mercy given to us through the sacrifice of Christ Jesus, that the one thing that God did not have another, he could create the cosmos with the snap of his finger. He could create entire continents with the snap of his finger. He could create universes with just a word. But he, he didn't create Jesus, because Jesus is a part of himself and has eternally and always existed. And we see that in scripture that before, you know, uh, that Jesus was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And you see that beautifully written out in John and you see this truth. And the one thing that God didn't have another of, the one thing he said, I want them to follow me. And so I'm going to send my son to die for them that they wouldn't stand in condemnation that they deserve but that they could experience my rich mercy and love and glory and goodness and that I could pour out to them as a good father we chose to sink the ship and he could have said you know what that was your choice gave you a great cruise ship and you chose to sink it but no, he, he's coming alongside us and he's saying, you can get on the lifeboat and be with me. And the question that we have to ask ourselves is, are we going to choose him or not? And that's what it says, that whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe in him already stands condemned. We have a natural state before God right now. If you have not chosen Jesus Christ as your savior, you stand condemned. But the good news of Jesus Christ is that you can be forgiven. That even humanity who chose the worst sin possible to break the beautiful creation, that he would say, I would like to save you. If you choose me, you can still choose me. And then we see the beautiful, beautiful truth in Romans 8, 37, that those who do choose him know in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So our ability to conquer and our ability to go forward and live life and, and have life in the fullest as Jesus offers it isn't because of anything that we do or are, but only because of his mercy for us and his love for us, because it's through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. What a beautiful thing that we could be elevated to the point of co-heirs with Christ. 
that we would be made the greatest of all creation and get to reign alongside Jesus Christ in a new heaven and a new earth in Revelation. If you haven't read that part at the end of Revelation, check it out. It's beautiful. And it's offered to us for the free gift of life is everlasting life in Jesus Christ. Offered to us from God through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ that we might live. So when you ask the question, were we worth it? If God knew that we were going to sin, why bother creating us? It's so that you might choose him. So that you might glorify him forever. So you might enjoy him forever. That's why. Because Jesus Christ saw you. And he saw me. And all the things that we had done in the past, the present, the future. And he looked at all of our sin and he didn't flinch. And he bore the full weight of our penalty. And those who would call him Lord know what it means to be forgiven. And that's, that's why. Because in that, for those of you watching, I just, there's just a tear that I just shed. Because in that tear, there's so much worship and glory to God. Because I wouldn't have redeemed John Daybeck. But Jesus did. And that is what he offers you. And my prayer is that as you ask yourself this question, that you would choose him and know what it means to be forgiven and understand the good glory of Jesus Christ. I hope you guys have a great week. I'm so thankful we got to have this conversation and I hope that you will send this to a friend. But more than anything, I would hope that you would choose Christ today. Thanks. Thanks.